0: Rhythm games have been surprisingly a huge interest of mine throughout many years of my life, and admittedly, I'm not too sure as of why. It's really just clicking something on screen to some kick-ass music. So why do I play them extensively? That's what we're gonna tackle on today's episode of Simple Inquiries. First off, hi. Let's get introductions out of the way. I'm Kyriana, and as you assumed by me, I really like rhythm games. I want to make the first episode of this podcast about it, if I didn't enjoy them. First off, what exactly is a rhythm game? Basically, it's a game that challenges a player's sense of rhythm, generally having you hit a series of buttons in a specific sequence on screen to music. Some notable examples are Demo, Taiko, Osu, Archaea, Citus, and Citus 2, Samba de Amigo, Beat Saber, Autica, Musedash, Dance Dance Revolution, Project Diva, and countless more. They range from mobile all the way to VR, they're independently created or have a whole developer team behind them, they're ported from arcade, or just simply aren't. Rhythm games are such a diverse genre of games, and I think that's one of the most appealing things about them to me. I can play Project Diva and Megamix on my Nintendo Switch, then proceed to play Archaea on my phone, and it doesn't feel repetitive. I personally play rhythm games on my phone, primarily, due to me being a broke bitch. That being said, I've spent a mass amount of money on Archaea, Situs 2, and even bought Muse-Mobile. Dash Sidus 2 and Arkea both have a good storyline, but for Archaea, you do have to purchase the packs. But it's worth it in my opinion. These two games are extremely different. Sidus 2 has a judgement line traveling up and down the screen, and the story is told through unlocking social media posts by leveling up individual characters. For Archaea, you buy a song pack, accomplish a task, proceed with the story. It has your typical 4-lane mechanic with the additions of sky notes and arches. Despite gameplay being immensely different, I enjoyed them both, primarily Archaea, admittedly. It's completely free to play as long as you don't want the story. The song selection may be small, but it's still good. I enjoy a lot of the free songs, and I don't really mind for how small it was. Gameplay wise, it took me a while to even get to future 9 difficulty, and I'm not even that good at it yet. The game is a good sense of being difficult in Difficult Difficulties. In fact, certain songs can be difficult on present. Now you're probably thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Well, obviously there are difficulties. It's a game after all. In Archaea, they are past, present, future, and for some charts, beyond. I think the coolest thing about the difficulty system is that it ties in perfectly with the story. I must say how because, you know, experience the story for yourself, but I assure you, it ties in wonderfully. As with Archaea's partner system. Partners basically are different characters that impact your gameplay in different ways. Probably my favorite to use personally is Fracture Hikari, who is one of the story related partners. Overall, the most appealing thing about Archaea is that it's really fun without the story. Gameplay keeps you on your toes, and it gets frequently updated. And when you do purchase some of the story packs, it's like your eyes have been opened up to a whole new experience. But, what about Citus 2? I mean, I talked about it earlier, why do I like that one as much as well? Well, Cytus 2's predecessor, Cytus, was one of the first mobile rhythm games I encountered. And when I heard there was the second one coming out, I got it the very day it was released. Needless to say, I was excited. I played it a lot, was caught up in the story, but then my phone broke. So I was forced to restart, but in the end I was okay with that. Then I got a new phone, and didn't transfer the save data. Cool, I restarted once, I can do it again. Then that phone got lost at a marching band competition. Sure, I was disappointed to start again for the third time, but I still did. And here I am. And... I'm actually kinda glad I restarted multiple times. It gave me a refresher on the beginnings of Sidus 2's story. Plus by restarting over and over, it showed the game's surprising replayability value. Although you really wouldn't want to replay because after completing the story, you can just go back and play each song instead of unlocking all of them again, but there's still at least some sort of replayability value. One of the nice things about Cytus 2 is that the graphics are really good, and yet only $2. For DLC characters, it's $10 each, and the quote-unquote caspo system is also $10. The aforementioned caspo system allows you to get a new difficulty for specific songs through draw system, or character skins, new charts that were originally in the first Cytus, tap sound effects, different play skins, etc though it is $10 and unfortunately not free, but not needed to finish the story. I personally don't even have it. Overall, the gameplay makes the initial payment of $2 surprisingly cheap in comparison to the game content. And it's a a pretty big game for mobile, around 2.02 GB as of the 3.2 update. As of the 3.2 update as well, there are 6 free characters, Half, Neko, Robohead, Ivy, Crystal Punk, and Vanessa. I personally have bought four DLC characters Xenon, Connor, Cherry, and Neko. Now, main game Neko and DLC Neko are the same person, as with Crystal Punk and Cherry. Those DLC packs provide more to the characters themselves. It doesn't feel like I absolutely needed them to absolutely understand the story. I just wanted to buy them for my own enjoyment. So, what does all of this mean for these two specific rhythm games? Why does it show that I like them overall? Well, I mean, I could talk about them for around 7 minutes or so. That easily shows that I like them. And overall, just talking about something ex- extensively could show that you enjoy it. Throughout writing this script, I took breaks to play Sidus 2 and Archaea multiple times. During school, I would play these games during breaks in the middle of class, passing periods, after school, lunch. The fact that these games have music I can remember, engaging stories, and enjoyable and unique gameplay, that, if anything, shows why I enjoy rhythm games so much. And I barely got into talking about others I play. Plus, they make my sense of rhythm way better since I could barely clap on beat before playing them. Anyways, thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed, please don't hesitate to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, both at Simple Inquiries. And if you enjoyed the background music, it was made by me. That's right, I'm pretty fucking cool. Have a good day, and I'll see you later, lads.